In this last video in our series, Douglas Harding is discussing the living of one's life from the first-person perspective. There are many people offering many answers that help us understand ourselves. However, Douglas is offering a unique opportunity to look and see and discover and to test for ourselves what it is like exactly where we are. Douglas offers some simple and precise experiments that bring us home. I invite you to participate in the experience of this video and listen closely as Douglas means exactly what he says. I should like to say something about the uh, difficulties, immense difficulties, uh, in seeing what we see. It seems to me that we, uh, as members of the human club, uh, we do not see what we see. Uh, we see what the club wishes us to see, allows us to see what the rules of the club permit. And uh, in, this uh, has its uses. Uh, just two, two quick examples of this. Uh, when I see a, a man uh, over there, uh, 300 yards away, uh, I don't see a teeny-weeny little man. I see a full-sized man distant. Well, in fact, I don't. The club says it's a, it's a full-sized man, but he's distant. Well, I can't see a distance. And what I actually see is a tiny weeny man, uh, but I interpret him as full size. Another one is, uh, in the car, I'm programmed uh, to uh, see, ha ha ha, or hallucinate rather, the still countryside. And this uh, perhaps has its uh, uses, I mean, I think it also has a great cost, uh, uh, attached to it, a, a very heavy price tag, but it's not uh, terrible, perhaps. And uh, there are many other um, applications of this principle. Uh, the club only allows us to see what uh, uh, society reckons it has some value for society and for the club purposes. But there is one area, I think, I think you would agree, Maureen and, and um, Sean, the one area where hallucinating here to the club's order and, and uh, uh, pretending to see, thinking we see uh, what we see, uh, but in fact we are hallucinating like mad, one area where uh, it is dangerous and damaging is in the area of personal relationships. And uh, here, language says uh, that, for example, Maureen, you and I are face to face. And in every language that I've known or heard of, uh, that is the story, a story of symmetry. Uh, face to face. Well, that is a, a story of confrontation, isn't it? <coughs> The club says that you and I are confronting one another like that. 
and Sean, you and I are confronting one another like that. And the viewer, you and I are confronting one another like that. That's what the rule, the club rule is, face to face, face to face, face to face, symmetry. And uh, this spreads from personal relationships, doesn't it, to every facet of our life. Uh, family against family, organization against organization. Of course, football team against football team, that might not be so sinister, but when it comes to nation against nation or power block against power block, it's pretty sinister. And it, it seems to me that the hallucination here, seeing what the club allows us to see, is a, a devilish thing. I mean, it really lands us in the end in hell. Because what is hell? Surely it is a place where we are all up against one another, uh, giving each other a hard time and uh, uh, cutting out, really, uh, the likelihood or even the possibility of loving one another. And uh, uh, this uh, business of confrontation is something we're going to address in the experiment we're going to do presently. Now, <clears throat> this is a case of conditioning and programming. Now, I'm programmed uh, by society, by language. I'm programmed uh, when I meet Maureen in the home, in the street, in uh, the office, uh, the supermarket, I'm programmed uh, to be face to face with Maureen uh, like that, and equally with Sean. Uh, because uh, uh, society has been quite uh, specific about that. Uh, in these situations, in the open air, so to say, wherever I meet my friends, wherever I meet you, uh, we are programmed to be like that. Well, you see, we do have a way out of this because there are certain situations uh, that we can, uh, we can create where we haven't been programmed uh, to see uh, what we're told to see and where we are therefore at liberty to see what we see. There are certain situations like that and this um, experiment we're going to do, you and I together, uh, we're going to do that experiment. Uh, 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 it will reveal, I think, the truth uh, about confrontation, or rather the fact that it is, in fact, uh, not, a uh, not true uh, as regards uh, oneself and another person. Uh, it will reveal that fact. Why? And why does it reveal that fact? Because the situation hasn't been taken care of by the club. This kind of caught the club on the hop, you see. I mean, what we've done, to get behind the rules of the club, set up a situation which it hasn't taken care of and hasn't programmed us to meet. And this is immensely important because uh, I think it just really, in the end, makes a difference between heaven and hell. I mean, hell is where people are like this. Isn't it? I mean, hell is really like that. Hell is other people, said, uh, was it uh, Sartre? Hell is other people. Other people in, in this relationship, that's hell. 
we're up against one another and uh, uh, shutting one another out and uh, uh, is, 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 is this true? I mean, or is it hallucination? Are we hallucinating this or is it a fact? And this experiment, which we're going to do, uh, you and I presently, uh, this experiment we're going to do will uh, go into this and see whether we can't uh, see through this club situation uh, that is set up of confrontation, see through to this thing when we're busted, you and I, busted wide open for one another, you and I, you and I. So that's what uh, we uh, would like to do. And presently, uh, why uh, Sean and, and, and Maureen are going to demonstrate with the tube there, uh, uh, how it's done, how they do it, in order that uh, you and I shall get the clue as to how to do it on the screen. Have you any, any thoughts about this? Well, it just uh, seemed to me, Douglas, that this question, uh, as you say, of confrontation really is at the root of perhaps so many what we would call our difficulties, our difficulties in personal relationships, in families, in, uh, in our countries, uh, with war. It, this seems to be, to me, an absolutely critical question. Fundamental yeah. and essential, really, for our survival and yeah. well-being on this earth. And, uh, so while we may be addressing it at, a, indeed, a very personal and intimate level, I think the implications yeah. of this question are immense. And yeah. This is surely a, a fundamental and really important investigation. And, and uh, the thing that just occurred to me when you were speaking is, it's not because we're wicked that we do this so much, it's because we are not being truthful. It's not, it's not because we're not good, but it's because we're not truthful. Right. And it's the truth which sets us free here, because uh, the correction of this is not to reform ourselves and let's be good people who don't confront one another, but let's be truthful people who can see that they don't. Well, it's the one area, you see, when we're young, Douglas, we're children, we, we count on our, our world, our parents and our teachers, etc. We count on them to tell us the truth. Yeah. And in this particular instance, perhaps they're not. And we, so we, we, we just believe it, and then we forget to investigate yeah. that. Yes. And, uh, I think it's time to re-examine some very basic yes. things. And this isn't so much that they have come and uh, parents come along, and teachers come along and said, now you're face to face, Douglas and Short. It's, it's implicit. It's so taken for granted, they don't bother. I mean, the really sinister conditioning is not something you spell out. It's something implicit in her regard. Unexamined, really. Unexamined. And this is a very extraordinary situation, isn't it? Very extraordinary. And all we've got to do is look. And then the th immediately the lie is, uh, is exposed, isn't it? The lie, and what is the lie? 
the liars that I have ever, ever, ever in my path confronted anybody. And I say for myself, I've never, never, never been face to face with anybody. It's always been face to space, face, space, face, space. In other words, in other words, Maureen, the wonderful truth, God's truth, God's truth, is that we are built for loving. And uh, uh, society, language, the club, is set up to deny that obvious truth. And yet it's the very thing that we, we want mm. and strive for. Mm. When you were talking about the looking that we've been told what to see, um, my sense is that we look, but we look perhaps in the wrong direction. Yes, indeed. We look that away. All we have to do is look this away. And immediately the truth is revealed, isn't it? <coughs> yes. Well, uh, one or two um, uh, suggestions about when we get in the tube, you two get in the tube and you and I get in the tube together, uh, some perhaps rules here even, you know. I, I, I think the prime rule is that we really are going by present evidence, what is given now, and not imported into the situation uh, by memory, imagination, wish fulfillment and so on. And another thing uh, is that we're not going in that tube together to love one another, or have nice feelings, uh, or, or to um, see an aura of the other person, I don't know, insight into their personality. We're not going in the tube for any of that thing, any of that stuff, uh, simply to tell the truth about one, one or two basic uh, things that I shall mention. For the, the prime one is, how many faces are there in the tube? Now, it's a case of counting, one, two. It's not a case of feelings. It's not a case of thinking, opinion. How many, I mean, it's perfectly simple. How many are there in the tube? And of course, uh, it, 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 what's at the far end of the tube is, is interesting and important. But that, that far end, the view at the far end, very familiar. But it's the view, prim, primarily in this experiment, one is concerned with what we're given at the near end, because that is unfamiliar, that is the unvisited country, that is the, the, the strange land, I would say almost magic land, might have something to do with heaven even, mightn't it? So the weight of attention is not on the far end uh, in order to investigate that in detail, uh, but to, to use that uh, uh, for purposes of comparison with the near end of the tube. So is that, uh, is that the way you see the experiment? It's, it's really concerned with what do I actually see right now. That's right. So this experiment, like all our experiments really, about our identity, about what we're like in our own experience as first person singular, present tense. And it's not a matter of feeling, 
It's not a matter of understanding. It's a matter of simply looking. Looking. On our own authority. Hmm? On our own authority. That's right, being, being our own authority. By parents. That's right. So are we ready to have a go? Well, perhaps uh, the demonstration with the tube then. Um, incidentally, you see, you, you have a kind of a, a, a perhaps an atmospheric problem here. The pollution in the tube, if, I'm, if, if I may be so, so rude as to call it uh, pollution, uh, is a double thing in your case. But, but in our case, you see, there's just half the pollution in the tube between you and me uh, there is here, which is an interesting thing. We have ventilation in the tube, you see, at the top here. Oh, there it is. Very simple, isn't it? Very simple. Yes, Douglas. As you said, nobody told us what to see in the paper bag. They didn't think of it, did they? <laughs> and, uh, that, that's a supermarket paper bag. We were told what to see in the supermarket, but they never told us what to see when we met somebody, not in the supermarket, but in one of the bags of the supermarket. Therefore, so, so, we see. Uh, um, our viewers get to look at, at you at the other end of the bag. Mm. 